It'll ring it in your dungy Don't you wanna watch along it Cause you know we're gonna have a good time We're watching our show The one you all know Yeah, ring, ding, ding, dong Ding dong. Ding dong. Ring a ding ding dong dong. Ring a ding ding. I I I can't get over that listening to that sound, that that, that theme music once again. It um you know, for a while there I was really I was really making an effort to distance myself from the work that we yeah. did on Ding Dong. And I've really um I've gone on a bit of a self-journey and and I'm back, you know. I'm back. We're recapping the entire dang series. Yeah. You and I sitting right across the studio table from each other. And we've already been getting quite the response after our first episode. What uh what um what did you think about this fan response we've been getting? I've been seeing a lot of you people tweeting about it. A lot of the ding-dongers. Well, Dermot, I mean, I know that you. we all know the ding-dongers are a little crazy. They love us. They think we're fantastic. Yeah. yeah. Right? They think we're amazing. Uh, I got a lot of mail in. Oh. I didn't know what to do with it. I haven't Physical really mail? opened a lot of it. Physical mail. Oh. Um, I've got a few different weird ones. Some of them come in like very weird envelopes, but uh, uh-huh. I mean, we can check those out later in the show. I think you've got... A really good response from the fans, didn't you? Yeah, I get a, I got a lot of tweets. Uh, I'm just going to read through some now. Uh, let's see. Chrissy McPhee4 says, uh, So happy to, to have my favorite Canadian child stars back in, right in my ears. And, oh, and she, uh, and then she actually included uh, a little picture. This is so cute. It's you and her, and this looks like this is looks like season hmm. three era by the looks oh my of God. it. And yep, there's and, my there's and, my fake there's my fake nerdy fro. Yeah, you know, fake I had nerd a little fro. fro. And you guys are my... at a, a cast meet and greet at some sort of mall by the looks of it. Um, and you look. Um, oh, I look you, good. You look good. You, um, there's a bit of a, a look of fear in your eyes. Was um, I think my dad took going, that picture. If I remember your, right, I think my dad took that picture. Your dad took that picture. So that's probably why I was a little scared. Was when he takes a, pictures, it usually means something. Something bad usually happens afterwards. So whenever he takes uh, one, I get a little nervous, you know? I, um, yeah. Yeah. Um, it's a little cute thing he does. He takes a picture. He cuts out things from like a magazine. You know, okay. take a picture of somebody. He cut out stuff from a magazine, like words and letters and stuff. Paste together. He makes it. He calls it a calling card. I think it's like kind of like a Valentine's Day card or something. Nice. Huh. Would he, and then he would sort of send those to you or to... You know, I never got one. I just saw him making them. You never got but, one? Yeah, I'm not sure. No, I never got one. Huh. I was hoping. I'm always hoping. Okay. Well, Chrissy, uh, Chrissy, thanks so much for for reaching out. We're so happy to be back, uh, talking through your favorite TV show from your childhood, uh, Ding Dong High, of course. And then I got a tweet here from just a. a it's it's called in. Enhance, uh, someone by the name of Enhance. It says, "Is your penis Ooh. very little, small, tiny dick nub? You need Enhance. Get your penis massive today." At, wow! Thank you, Enhance. That's yeah, thank you. Kind of I wonder. I wonder if they're reaching out to sponsor. Maybe, maybe they are. I mean, we'd have to try it ourselves. So I have to see. I do have a tiny little nub. Maybe I'm wider than I am long. It's kind of built like a tuna can. Oh my god! Everybody knows that. Oh, oh by the way, I'm. Um, well, there was that Connie McCauliflower. Yeah, I'm the. I'm the. I. You know me as your friendly neighborhood nerd from Ding Dong High. Yeah. And uh, across from me is the. I mean, the star of the show, let's be honest, well, c- it's Dermot McDooley. Bye, no, no, Dermot no. McDooley. You were the hot kid, man. Well, you were the cool kid. I, uh, <sighs> I I have always maintained that we were co-stars of Ding Dong High. And, you know, the- You um, didn't in contract negotiations. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, I mean, do you want to? We don't have to talk. I, um, I was sort of, uh, you know, there was that um, contract dispute between season. Season four uh, and season five. Between seasons one, or oh, okay, for yeah. me it was I think between season one and then the the, the last final season. Season. You were in contract negotiations that whole time. Yeah, I mean, I'm still waiting to get something from them. Uh, hmm. I'd heard that they kept saying that they needed you to sign off on something because I came in. You oh. told me to say. You told me to say, "Hey, Cody is not going to do the show if if you don't yeah. do the show." Oh, right. They really, yeah. I mean, um, they, the, the writers had sort of written themselves into a corner with that. Um, mm-hmm. and I was, I, to my knowledge, I was just trying to do what was right by, um, by the cast and by the crew. People talk about the cast, but not a lot of people talk about the crew. And I actually wanted to take this moment to have an in memoriam uh, a feature that might be pretty regular on this show. Uh, we did lose, um, I would say, a lot of crew members. It was members. a weird time. Of, it was a weird time. It was a weird time in Canadian television history. Yeah. We lost a lot of crew members. Mm-hmm. So I want to take a moment to have a, a moment of memoriam for someone who uh, we didn't know long, but I think who made quite an impact on the on the creative team, as I like to call everyone, of Ding Dong High. This did was, you come up with that creative team? Uh, yeah, I did. I did. That's sort of what I was the 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 way that I tried to conduct everyone. You know, in a lot of ways, I was a leader. Um, was I young? Yes. Yes. Yeah. But you know, sometimes the leadership is thrust upon you, and I I think Shakespeare said that. Uh. Well, I mean, you just you like as a leader definitely thrust upon a lot of people that we knew. I mean, you and. Uh, of course, our friend who played Lance, uh, Jason Jameson, well, heir of the Jameson Fortune. We, we, we had a fitness regime, Lance and I. Um, Jason, Jason and I had a, a fitness regime that we did stick diligently to. And that actually uh, is interesting that you mentioned that because that was involved in the, the off-screen death of a crew member who, who of course, I am of course referring to Doreen Deruli. Doreen, Doreen was the rest in peace, Doreen. Rest in power, Doreen. Doreen was um, a craft services professional. And sorry, I was I was trying to get some nice, some like sad music, but instead I got scary music. Well, but I think that kind of fits for Doreen. Doreen, um, you know, D- D- it was a macabre you know, demise for Doreen. Um, yeah, of course. So, I guess I'll just get into it. I haven't really talked about this outside of therapy. Uh, Jason, Jameson, and I were, we had just finished up our private um, fitness session in in my trailer. Mm-hmm. And we were going, we were leaving to, to Carbo Load. Uh, now, that's what you guys called... It's I when, think we, the rest of the crew called it corn dunking. Corn, yes. So I, I was taken to. There was sort of a vat of of uh, of corn, of of creamed corn that was used. Actually, it also doubled as part of the lunch setup. The sort of it cafeteria. Was, it was it was lunch, and it was the big mat that. Like the stunt men would fall into. They would if fall into had, the corn. If we yeah. had stunt people, we would do that. Yeah. Instead, or it was it a lot of us. kids falling into the corn. Yeah, it was yeah. usually us. Well, it was usually you. You fell into a lot of corn in season one. Yeah, my dad was really pushing for that. Um, he, he was really wanting got, you to but, get like a Tom Cruise narrative going about you doing your own stunts. Well, and I did. I did do my own stunts. Yeah. You know, uh, as you guys know, um, I mean, we typically we film these chronologically. Um, cause the set would sometimes like burn down or something. So we, yeah. we typically filmed like episode one, then episode two, we didn't do them out of order. No. And, uh, so by this point, my, you know, both my legs were broken in the first episode. So yep. I was in a wheelchair in episode two. Mm-hmm. Um, and of course, well, well was, you were, I think, I think the, the phraseology is, uh, using a wheelchair. 
I was using a wheelchair. I was a wheelchair mm-hmm. user. Yeah. Uh, by choice uh, was how it went in the, in the story. Oh yes, that they did rewrite that. You were that's actually we're going to get into that in, in this episode. You were pretending to be in a wheelchair so that you could uh, so that you could win a competition. You kind of wanted sympathy points to win a trip to Paris, and because you were trying to impress uh, the new girl who uh, was from a French immersion school. Yes, of course, this was the annual most disabled trip to Paris that the school held. Yeah. Uh, They really shouldn't have set that precedent, you know? But sorry, we were talking about uh, uh, Doreen. Doreen. So I was... Rest in power. Rest in power. I was corn dunking. And that was when I... So Jason Jameson would pick me up I would sort of lie down mm-hmm. um, and he would put my legs back um, behind. He would sort of take my legs. I, I'm on my back. He would put his leg, my legs. I'm trying to picture it. It's behind puts, my, um, behind, behind your my, head, behind my head. And um, we would sort of, um, sorry. Uh, and um, I just remember seeing you guys rocking back and forth a lot then. Well, and that was sort of, so he would put my legs back and we would sort of rock to get into the position where he could sort of yank my, my legs up. And so he's standing cause he's, you know, he's playing the jock. He's quite a, he's a, he's a swole boy as we would call him. Now. Oh yeah. I mean, he's he a would tough muscular me. man. He's, he yeah. seems to secrete some sort of like baby oil or something on his Yes. Skin. Well, the, the, we kept him well oiled. You did. I kept him well oiled, yeah. And that was a part of his process. He 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 really I think he brought method acting to Canada. Yes, he was. He, I mean that hot Latin spice. Yeah. <laughs> I mean that came from down south. That didn't yeah. come from up here. Yeah, he, he brought that, Canada, that method of acting. So he wanted to stay perpetually oiled just like Lance was, his character. Yes. And so we yes. sort of rock back and forth. Um, for a while there and then he would yank my legs up and I would be upside down he would be holding me by the ankles right. and he would sort of lower me into are you still the are your ankles still around your head like are you kind of like a human wreath mm, or are you um, untangled by this point I have untangled by this point that was just sort of we could really get the leverage mm-hmm. and we would take maybe 20-25 minutes doing that Um, you know, and then he would lower, he would sort of dunk me into the corn Mm -hmm. and whatever, uh, whatever corn I could get in my mouth, that was my, um, you know, that was sort of my, uh, corn for the week. For the week. That was oh my, my corn goodness. for the week. So we were really regulating. Yeah, we were really regulating diets. So there was a, we did a lot of stuff. I don't know if you noticed with me and Lance, but like he would, um, he would sort of pre-chew some of my food, sort of like a, a mother bird. Mm-hmm. And I, then, did know, I did see that. I saw yeah, that. And then he would lean over and drop it into my, my open mouth. Okay, um, see, I didn't know that because we mm. couldn't see the drop because your mouths were very close. The mouths were very close, but he it was it was to ensure it was to ensure that we were proportioning correctly. I see. Yeah, they well, that's you got to you got to hit your macros, right? That's something yeah. Jason always said. Yes, and so that was to sort of um, you know to to really make sure that I was ingesting the food uh, as as um as directly as possible you know he yeah. says jason always said we lose a lot we gain a lot of weight uh by un- poorly digested food you know and he would when, say we he would use like the royal we he was really well, talking about you dermot no but he would sort of refer he says to we gain us. a lot of weight because we don't move around a lot and we yeah and, and, and we eat too many he chili would talk about us in stuff. the the we quite a lot he would say like you know we are going to get a house in Vermont, you know, oh, and sort I of, see. Yeah. we are going to adopt, uh, you know, several Basset hounds and raise them together. I remember um, him saying, we need to work on this. We yeah. have problems. Yeah. And it yeah, was just yeah. like, I'm so glad that you're working on yourself. Mm, yep. Yeah. But then and so that, that was my corn. And then, so I'm, 
Um, Sorry, Doreen. We are really we are, trying to get to your eulogy. We are here. trying, we are to, trying to, to pay you respect. Eulogy, like, everybody on the cast and crew really cared about Doreen. Mm-hmm. So Doreen walks in. Doreen's carrying a taurine of um, yeah. of, of, yeah. of gravy. Um, and the oh, the crew loved their gravy. When Doreen would show up, she made that gravy from scratch. And Doreen would walk in with her tureen of gravy. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she, everyone would say, Doreen. It's and Doreen she, with the tureen. Doreen's tureen. And she would sort of hold up the gravy. She would hold it up so triumphantly. And she'd do a little dance. And, and, we just, were, and it, it didn't just, spill a drop. Usually. No, usually. But on this particular day, I'm getting corn dunked. And, you know, Jason, Jason. Uh, He's focusing on dumping you. He's not paying attention to Doreen spinning no. around. And so he picks me up and and he feels Doreen behind him and he thinks, what is this? Because Jason was always on on alert. You know, well, he's he, combat ready. He is combat ready, but also when when you are from a dynasty like like Jason Jameson was, you know, mm-hmm. you're constantly a South American Irish whiskey purveyor. Yeah, you are always ready for someone to be ready to kidnap you. That's always. that's something that people don't talk about. Jason grew up thinking he would be kidnapped for his fortune. I mean, and, and let's be honest. I mean, Dermot, I think you and I can both can say this. I mean, we've tried. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we tried. There mm-hmm. was, uh, I think. Let's see if we least, could do it. Yeah. There was once in like season three, once in season six. Again, it's not like we actually wanted his money, even though we could use it. It was yeah. more just to prove that we could. Yeah. And he would always get so upset that it would take, you know, I would have to sort of take him off on his own to really console him. And that would take a few hours of corn dunking just to get him, um, you know. <clears throat> so Jameson was busy, or sorry, uh, Jason was busy, you know, corn dunking. Yeah. Corn dunking. He turns around. He thinks, oh my God, it's finally happening. Someone is here. Finally. To, to, at, at long last, it is finally happening. Someone is arriving to steal me so that they can have my fortune, that they can kidnap me. Like the Lindbergh thing. Yeah, he wanted him. it. And let's be honest, he was asking to be kidnapped. Yeah, well, he wanted to know that mommy and daddy still cared. Right. Yeah. And so he turns around and he thinks it's finally happening. He whips mm-hmm. me. I hit Doreen. Yeah, you come flying out of the corn. And you did have, and we, we say it's cream corn, it is in cans. So it was just a swimming yeah. pool of cans of cream corn. Mm-hmm. And I'm in you there. You come swimming out there with a freaking can out of your mouth. I couldn't believe yeah. you could fit your mouth around the entire can. Yeah, well, J- you, Jason and I have been working on um, jaw strength. practicing, of course. Yeah, yeah uh, Just, you know, sort of like people do those, like, um, those the grip strength crunchies. thing. Yeah. Uh, we would do that, but with... Um, Jaw, there's a jaw version of that. Don't Google it because oh. you probably won't be able to find it. It's, it's, uh, you know, it was, um, yeah, special. it's from he, a different school. He had it, yeah, it goes to a different school. Um, and, um, <laughs> he turns around, the, the can goes whipping out of my mouth. It hits flying. Doreen, flying. It hits Doreen square in the forehead. And that's she all she wrote. Drops. Well, it wasn't all she wrote. It, well, it's, all she, it's all she saw. It's all she saw because what From happened was the can breaks open. She has creamed corn in her eyes. She Doreen drops her tureen of gravy and it's scalding. It's so hot because it's you're not going to have cold gravy. No, no. She always said that. people would, She would walk in and she would have her tureen held triumphantly above her head and people mm-hmm. would say, Doreen... Is that cold gravy today? And she would say, kiss my grits. You think I made cold gravy? Not Doreen. This is the hottest gravy in town. And everyone would cheer. And then she'd tip it into your mouth. Straight. You didn't have it with anything. It was gravy and cream corn. Gravy and cream corn. God. God, And of course, I saw this. I was up on the roof. You were up on the roof. And I saw this and I thought, I need to help. Yeah. This is my moment. This is where I can finally be the hero that, and, and I meant to you be. launched yourself from the roof where where your little loft space was. You had a little pulley to get the food up to. 
Yeah. So I was up by where the lights are on the catwalks mm-hmm. and the scaffolding. Yeah. I I mean, I fell right into the cream corn pit. Yeah. And then knocked over. And so Doreen yeah. is screaming. And then she gets all this cream corn knocked right onto her. Well, it was an avalanche of cream corn. She gets and then she's an avalanche, smothered. an avalanche of gravy, and it burned her eyes right out. Uh, now, burned down to her brain. Funny? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure, her brain burned out. Her Do you bra- want to know something her brain really funny? Again. It's something that's kind of funny about that about that mm. day. I kind of don't remember. Well, like a lot head, of jumping off of the roof. Oh. Yeah, that's what I figured. That's what they said. But they said I went. Or my dad said I was trying to save Doreen. Yeah. Uh, I don't remember pushing myself off the roof. I do remember getting a push. Do you think I someone pushed like, you off the roof during episode two? I don't know. Two? Someone or a spirit or like my dad or or God or somebody gave you, me a push off the you? roof. Well, I don't know. I didn't see him. It's hard for me to remember, but I don't think I jumped off there. But why would your father want you dead? That's a ridiculous thing to say. He didn't want me dead. He wanted me to save Doreen if he did do it, which he did it, which he didn't oh, do. Oh, yeah. Well, but he wouldn't. But maybe I, I'm just wondering, like, you know, uh, that could have really helped when it came to your contract negotiation if someone were to do that. Well, I mean, yeah, it would really help if you had actually come to my contract negotiations, like you I said. I was really we busy with Jason off. that day. I was reworking on jaw strength. We were working on, um, you know, it's it's in the past. It's okay. My flexibility, getting my legs over my my feet at my ears, and uh, how's that going? I really now, meant to show up though. Hmm? How are you able to do that now? It's been a while. Uh, well, ever since what happened with Jason. Um, I, what happened uh, with Jason? I don't want to get into it today. It's, um, I mean, you can. Oh my god, this is news to me, listeners. What happened with Jason? Um, I, uh, I, it's, it's still too raw. You know, it's been, it's been about ten years yeah. since, but it's, um, it's still pretty raw for me, to be honest with you. Um, and uh, you know, I, I, sure, I'm used to feeling what's, raw. What's raw? Uh, as a, as 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 a performer, we open ourselves up to inhabit these characters, and sometimes they chafe on the way in, you know. Even mm. despite how lubed up you may be, despite how greased up you may be, sometimes you still hurts when when you enter me. And with that, we're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back with more Ding Dong Watch Along after this. Ring a ding dong. Hello. Welcome back. Welcome ding back, dong, ladies and gentlemen. Back. Episode two. Episode two. You don't remember a lot of this because of the incident with because Doreen. The brain damage, yes. Because of that day. Uh, but you do have a, a summary of this episode open in front of you. I do. And you're going to bring our audience a quick summary of this episode before we start to really break it down and maybe give some folks some really fun behind-the-scenes content. Okay, well, everybody's a big fan of our show, so you know what everybody. this is. Everybody. It is episode two, also known as the Brandy Card. Okay, <sighs> everybody, everybody likes Brandy. Because yeah. Brandy likes shopping, she's rich, uh, she likes to use daddy's card, right? And this one is about mm, maybe the trouble that comes when Brandy... <sighs> Uh, Brandy's dad lets her use a credit card as a reward for doing well. Mm. So she uses it, she goes shopping, and she spends a little bit more than she bargained for. Yeah. So now she's got to figure out ways to make money to pay off the credit card debt. Yep. And And that's Brandy. She was always getting herself into, into these situations. We really, the writers didn't really even have to do much. This was more of a fly on the wall documentary style episode because this did happen to Brandy. This did happen to Brandy, yeah. It was interesting. Uh, Brandy, when Brandy came in, she said, my character will be named Brandy. 
She yeah. will be based off my true life experiences. She was a a young woman from Richmond Hill. Oh, and Ontario. she was she said I'm going to be a pop sensation. She obviously recorded yeah. that that pop song in the mall. Yeah. She said, I'm going to be a pop sensation. You are going to be so lucky to have had me on your shitty little dumb little show. She said this all the time. And yeah. uh, one day I'm going to be a star. And you're going to get we to say okay. that you knew me when. And we were all sort of like, sure, Brandy. But then it happened. I mean, Brandy was, I, I saw Brandy and I said, oh my God. Yeah. Oh my God. This, yeah, said, yeah. this one is going far. Mm-hmm. This one is, this one's gonna do it. There's so much, few people you meet that say, "I'm gonna be the top ten number one. I'm gonna be the bestest. I'm gonna be man. the top ten I'm, number one. I'm gonna be the top ten number one in all of Canada." Yeah, and I say, "I think you might be right." You said you are, and I remember the first time that you met Brandy, the first table read. You said that to her, and she turned around to you, mm-hmm. and she farted right. On you, you were sitting down, and she turned around and just farted right in your face. I'm not allowed to have a seat at the table. I'm off. Uh, yeah, on the floor. It helps the directors and the rest yeah. of the cast. That it helps. Well, that's what that's everybody why everybody get into character. Because why you were, is lower down. I'm not. Lower yeah, down. yeah. But that's why you were right at at level for her to fart exactly. right in your face, and she just walked away, and she never said another word to you the for the the rest of the run of the show. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, not for lack of trying. I tried, you know. You did. I was was a big fan. I really liked her. Like, I really liked her albums. It was, and people were like, what's it like working with Brandy? And I was like, I wish I knew. I I couldn't tell you. No. And you were kept in separate rooms. You were always kept after the, after that first table read, Brandy said, you keep that thing away from me. Yeah, I was, it, it, again, in my contract was that I had to um, wear one of those sort of like baby leashes mm-hmm. or straps yeah. around my, because I would just, I mean, I'll admit it. I got, I got a little fanboy crazy and I kind of like, whenever yeah. she'd come into the room, I'd just kind of like, ah, like yeah, put yeah. my hands and run, kind of like the Full Beatles Beatle showed mania. up. Yeah. Yeah. I had brandy mania. Okay. Yeah. And I did legally get that diagnosed by the way. Mm-hmm. It yeah. is people are really quick mania. to like downplay the effect of that on you, and you always clutch your diagnosis, your little report, and you shove it in their face, and you say, "Brandy mania is a real condition," and it would be cured if Brandy would just stop farting on you for once. Yeah, she always does, though. She always does. Did that harness awake anything in you? The harness? Yeah. No, more, it put me to sleep. It was more like kind of soothing. Like it was a a squeeze. And so I just kind of was like, oh, it's nice and warm in here. Like a a weighted blanket. Yeah, just knocked out. It would be dangerous if it didn't have the rope attached. Yeah. Because when I was sleeping up in the loft above the... Above the studio lights. Oh, because you would fall and it wouldn't. You would. I'd of, roll off. Yeah, many many you. times the yeah. janitorial staff who was opening up the studio yeah. in the morning would see me hanging and go, "Oh my god, he killed himself!" But yeah. I didn't. Of course, I was just asleep. Have you? That's sleeping? weird that that was the first thing that they they jumped to. Would they always assume that you killed yourself? It was usually yeah. It was usually oh. my alarm. The first one they did, it sounded worried. The, then subsequently, it was like <laughs> right. maybe hopeful. Huh. You know, it was like. Yeah. Oh my God, he killed himself. And then like the next ones were like, oh my God, he killed himself. And you would wake up and they'd be, oh. I go, yeah. <gasps> and they right. like, oh, Jesus, yeah. Oh, well, have to, yeah, you, you know, know those, those custodial staff, they, uh, they had a lot going on at home, you know, and they were usually, that thing you have to remember about the custodial staff, Makani, is that they were usually new to the job and sort of trying to jump in after the last person had, um, Died, expired, Expi- expired in some capacity, and so they and were probably go really of life. Yeah, and so Brandy, there she is. She has spent 
Daddy's Money. Now let's jump into this first scene. I this is an iconic first scene. When I when I see retrospectives on Ding Dong Watch Along, this is something mm-hmm. that comes up a lot. Now this is the scene where Brandy walks into the hallway and she says, "What's up, farts?" Because uh, she always called us farts. Yeah. Uh, and which what's the, up, uh, farts? And then the, the writers had written turn in. And go, yeah. Huh? The writers had written that in after they saw the way that she cut one right on your face, and everyone laughed. Everyone yeah. in the room laughed so hard. I I don't think I'd ever laughed so hard before. No, you were crying. It hurt. Were, it hurt yeah, a lot of people were on, yeah, were on the floor. And the writers saw that, and they were like, that is funny. We should have her do that. So she she did so many takes of farting on you. Yeah, she always it had it weird. in her. Yeah, it was very strange. How I, I just, that one was another one where I just, I I don't know what it was. I think it's something magical about the visual of a, you know, beautiful cheerleader girl, um, Mm. lifting up her skirt and farting into a disabled man in a wheelchair's face. Right. Cause you are, that is just immediately visually. Yeah. Visually enticing, and of course, you know, right. I, uh, Brandy um, becomes my one of my love interests. You know, it's yep. kind of a love triangle between Brandy, Prudence, and myself. Yeah, of course, I and went pr- on to marry Prudence in real life. Yep, yeah, Prudence. Probably Sometimes it doesn't feel real because you're just so full of joy and married. Like, just because, like, I don't see her a lot. Hmm. I don't see Prudence a lot. So, and it's, we're still waiting to consummate. Um, right, so you're still waiting to consummate. Sometimes yeah. it doesn't feel like I'm married, but it is yeah. it's the best feeling in the world. So, Brandy, she turns. She, and I, I remember this first episode, she didn't even have to lift that skirt. It's sort of waft, it's sort of poofed up on its yeah, own. Yeah, lifted with air. I, I sorry. <laughs> Lifted with you air. Know, and she turns it was kind and of a says, Marilyn Monroe type thing. Yeah, it was a very Mar- it was very Marilyn. She turns, she cuts a really hard one on you. The audience laughs. We have our live studio audience, and they laugh for quite some time. We had to cut out yeah. a lot of their laughter. And we took that. I we left a lot that. in. We'd never it, it's usually yeah. they're not that generous with these sorts of laughs, you know. No, they're but it was so audience. funny. And you're there, you're trying to win the the trip to Paris. You're trying to, yeah. <laughs> You're trying to win the trip to Paris to impress uh Daniela, the the this new girl who of course is played by none other than Canada's own Clary Montclair. Clary Montclair. Huge. Clary and Clary, I mean, is is it weird seeing Clary's success now, knowing that you had that one episode of of Ding Dong together? You know, I like to think that all of the people that I was with at, at Ding Dong and I, that I worked with at some point went on to do great things. Um, yeah, yeah. Oh, some of them. You, you know what I mean? Like you yeah. went on to be... Um, in Stop. internet memes. Oh, oh, really? We had Jason went on I to again I take the, the familiar. Jason was able to do his incredible work with the Jameson Foundation, which was, you know, giving liquor to underprivileged kids. And yeah. um Yeah, he did. And then, you know, other people like uh like Doreen went on to die. Uh Doreen and a lot went of the to janis- die, yeah. janitorial staff went on to die, Prudence. Uh, of course, went on to marry doctor. her childhood sweetheart, and then I got to marry Prudence, which was pretty yeah. big, pretty big for me. After Brandy, that. of course, her reality TV show, her big pop sensation stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, J pop artist, yeah. C pop artist, Canada yeah. pop. That was our. She J-pop. made the world's first drinkable perfume. Now, I, I. I, you, of course, I'm a big Brandy fan. I love this. Mm-hmm. I And I've said this publicly before. I'm just going to say it once. Any perfume is drinkable. I really wish you would stop saying that. It were, I, if, if we're being totally honest right now, it does worry me. Look at here. Chanel. Chanel. Here we go. Bottoms up. 
I, oh God. <coughs> yeah, that can't be good for you. What's in there, do you think? Was that, was that Prudence <sighs> Chanel? She's not going to be very happy that you're drinking it. Oh, good year, man. What? That's good vintage. I think maybe we should take a break. Uh, yeah, and uh, then we can come we back. Uh, <laughs> uh, more ding dong watch along. I'm just going to call poison control real quick. Ding dong watch along. We're back. We've had a quick visit from poison control and everything is hunky dory over here. The puke has been washed off the floors and, and McConnie cauliflower and I are here ready to dig into the second part of episode two of ding dong watch along. Yeah. McConnie, uh, you, has lost sensation in his, uh, lower. Most of the face. Most of the face, but uh, he assures me that we're ready to power on through. So here we go. We're looking now in this part of the episode, you are you are in the mall. You are wheeling around tr- trying to you because you know that uh, Miss Clary is going to be there at the mall shopping with her new friends and you're you're looking to impress her. And who do you run into? You run into none other. Than Miss Brandy herself. She's in her cheerleading outfit. She is spending daddy's money. And you say, tell them, tell them your famous line from this, from this episode. Brandy, you can't be spending all this money. Your dad's yeah. gonna be so upset about it. And then yes. Brandy says, What's she up, says, farts? Yeah, yeah. And then she farts in my disabled face again. Yeah, yeah, and then yeah, she does. We say well, how I mean, much? She, uh, how, we need to clarify: you... You, you were not disabled. Your your character was pretending to do so, which is not okay. And you know, I think looking back on this episode, I I really want to make clear that we do not stand by the actions of these characters. Uh, this was a different time. This was a different. You know, children's media was not quite as. Um, progressive as it is now yes they Mm -hmm. would they actually said much worse words to me yeah so i was down and i was there and i said i'm looking at all the bags we see all the bags that brandy has yeah i said brandy how are you gonna pay for all this yeah and she flashes her dad's credit card Mm -hmm. and then she turns Mm-hmm. And she farts right in your face again. Yeah, she says, and then you can, she said, that's for free. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that always makes me laugh. That always makes me laugh. Yeah, that, that says, was ad-libbed. Yeah, yeah, that was. Yeah, they. she was one of the only, Brandy was one of the only people that the writers would let get away with, with ad-libbing. Well, because I think her, like her dad showed up a few times. And he oh, was, yeah. Well, and if her dad couldn't show up, he would dad send Dad and his friends. His, I think he his, called them business associates. Yeah, he said, these are my business associates. He yeah. always give me a, a loving smack on the side of the face. Yeah, very Italian. Brandy's family. Maybe they were her uncles of some sort. They were the fa- we, we just know they were family. We yes, we knew that they were family, and uh, and Brandy they would show up and make sure that their darling girl could say whatever she wanted on on camera, um, and that's how she was able to call you faggot all those times. Yes, it was yeah. surprising to even yeah. we said how's that going to get by the censors? Yeah, uh, and they and said well, and it did, and somehow he they said he well, really he really made sure that that could get through. Yeah, it turns out that I think she had family in the censors, in the, some of her family, oh, the Brandy she, family. She was really well connected. Yes. I suppose. I think that's what happens when you're that talented. Yeah. And so she was always dropping that hard F on you. Yeah, um, the hard F and the hard farts. Uh, so I got to, yeah, again, I'm getting the, the full Marilyn Monroe. Uh, I'm kind of yeah. like the guy on the Maxwell covers, you know, where he's listening to that music. It's so loud that he's sitting down. It's blowing his hair and his tie back. The Maxwell? 
I think it's called Maxwell. Do you Max, know there's like, like Maxwell a, House? No, not the coffee. Like the yeah, the guy, the guy on the on the, the coffee, the and he's getting yeah. blown backwards by the strength of the coffee. It's very bold. Yeah, my yeah, favorite Maxwell House commercial is the one with the sister and the brother on on Christmas. Yes, yeah. The one with yes. the sister and the well, brother. Of course, are, there was the you and uh, you and Lance did the. Uh, we yeah, we sort of uh, that was my favorite Christmas. So we of course we had our Christmas party every yeah. Christmas, and um, and I I put on a little wig, and uh, we did a little sketch for everybody. We did sort of a, a review show. Yeah, and I I put on a wig and I held a little tin of Maxwell House coffee and and then you know we played a, some some Christmas music and then Lance came up mm-hmm. and he was holding he was holding a, a suitcase and he said ding d- ding dong whichever which got a laugh we all laughed everyone had, and we looked at each other show. I remember going that's the name of the show that's yeah, the, we're in this show that's the you name turned of this to Brandy show. and you said that's the name of the show and, yeah, she and said, then she said, "Shut up." Well, she faggot. didn't. She didn't really say anything. She said that with no. her eyes, and then she let she yeah. let rip. She said a hard F with her mouth, and then she said a hard, hard F with her downstairs with mouth. Their downstairs mouth. Yeah, it does. It didn't help that you always called it her downstairs <laughs> mouth. Yeah, I didn't realize I always called it. I just it's you saying it now is almost that. like I just heard it for the first time. And it you left a bad taste always in called my, it that, and she did not mouth. care for it. I said, "Ooh, well, you're, you're at least you're talking to me." So, yeah. Yeah, I'm feeling well, better I'm the, now from that. The Brandy the Chanel, Mania, actually. really. Oh, good. I'm I'm glad. You should never do that again. I mean, we'll see. I still. Okay, I mean, I drank okay. it. You can drink it. <laughs> so she she wrong, farts yeah. in my face. I of course I didn't lock my wheelchair. I oh, and it blew you away. Blew me yeah. backwards. Blows blows yeah. me backwards off the edge of the because we're on the second floor of the mall. I fall back yeah. off the mall. Yeah. Everybody laughs. It's very really funny. But then. Dermot, you went up to her and you said, Brandy, this is serious. Yeah. How are you going to pay for this? Your dad's not going to let you do this. No. And and sh- and Brandy turns back to Cody and she says, I guess it's time to get crafty. And we both went, <gasps> and then this was my favorite. We got to do a crafting montage because we were making, we were making crafts to sell. Yes. You know, we were knitting, we were crocheting, we were doing macrame, and we yeah. were going to sell all of these, all of these wonderfully handmade goods to pay yes. for Brandy's, to pay for Brandy's uh, credit card bill. They had but, a lot of logos on them from the show. Uh, yeah. It kind of had yeah. us in it. And we found out that actually that this was, because uh, this was, it, it took a long time to film this montage, like... Yeah, all of those piles of clothes, like t-shirts mm-hmm. and stuff that you see, we made. Uh, mm-hmm. They flew us out to um, Southeast yeah. Asia somewhere. We weren't sure yeah. where, weren't told, and we did this whole yeah. like boot camp for about half a year, I think it was. I uh, was where busy we made that day. merch for the show. Yeah, I was busy that day. Yeah, I had um, I had a dentist appointment that day. That half a year. That's a long time. I, I mean, you know, you've longer got great than I teeth. remember it being. You've great teeth. Well, it was it's important to maintain your oral health. And that's something that Jason Jameson always taught me was the importance of good oral health. And so we are making all of these these things that we're gonna, you know, we're gonna sell them at like mm-hmm. a craft fair over over uh over the lunch break, of course. But then just as we're loading the last box into into the the van, the unmarked white van, which I think we just borrowed from production. That was there my was, dad's. Um, was that your dad's? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, I remember it smelled really weird in there, but I think it was just maybe some stuff that production had to spray around. Um, I think it was like the paint. That Did was the joke we always like said. Yeah. It was like, what's white on the outside and stinks on the inside? My dad's van. Your dad's van. Yeah. And uh, so we're loading everything into the van, and then we get to we get to school. 
It's mm-hmm. we're and we're we're ready to set up and sell them at the lunch break. And of course, you know, it's brandy, so everyone's going to want a piece of what brandy is made. She's oh, very yeah. popular. Oh yeah. And we turn around and we realize that brandy locked the keys in the van. And we've got to get these sales made by the end of the day. And of course, again, listeners, this did happen a little behind the scenes. This did happen. This this wasn't supposed this wasn't written in the show. This happened. Brandy this was lost Brandy. the keys to my dad's car. Yeah. So and I was like, oh, he's gonna kill you. Yeah, you, you know? were really worried about it. He's gonna kill and you, Brandy. Yeah, you were really worried. And I was like, I think there's probably a solution to this. It's probably, you know, I'm sure that we can get a locksmith or something. Something I'm sure we can get something figured out. What are we gonna anyway. do? Yeah, you were you're kind of flashing back right now, even. You're sort of going into a, oh, wow. a memory state. Yeah. I just didn't want to lose her, you know? I didn't want her to I didn't want to lose no. her like all the others. No. <clears throat> so so you were Brandy, freaking out. I was freaking out. I was freaking yeah. out. I, yeah. I of course, you know, I said, pick me up, pick me up, use me, use me. Um, mm. and you grabbed my arms and you used me to break the passenger window. Yes. Which allowed yes. us to get into the and we are able God. to sell all of those <laughs> products over the lunch break in a, a wonderful montage. But then, right at the end, Brandy's about to pay off this credit card, and she decides, you know what? I need to be honest with mm-hmm. my daddy about what happened. And we say, and, and at the end, you learn that being honest is always the right choice. Yeah. And then she goes and she spends all that money. On, um, I think wheelies. I think I think it was Heelys. She went. Yeah. And she bought Heelys. That episode was sponsored by Heelys. She bought Heelys for her family mm-hmm. and like yeah. her cousins, her dad's cousins, and beautiful. Stuff. Yeah, and then they were all rolling around on their new shoes. Yeah, and hey, uh, watch it. They would. It's just they would always yeah. bump into the people in the cast and crew. Yeah, <laughs> these guys. Well, these big, she bought them broad-shouldered, tough. Yeah, these big tough-looking guys with scars and stuff. Yeah, flying yeah. around the set. And then, so, you, and and then, of course, right at the end, we learn that um, Makani, uh, a big buff man in a in a suit, wheels on by, and we learn that Makani has not won the yearly contest to to go to Paris. I was devastated. I was devastated because, yeah. of course, uh, written in the script, I was supposed to win. Uh, right. This was another last minute. Uh, I don't know if. If this, this was, was just Brandy was and everybody followed her lead or if it's just people I didn't just, tell yeah. me to get my authentic it was Brandy. reaction because they had told me I was going to Paris after right. the extended stay in Southeast Asia. In they the, wanted, the right, as a reward after your trip. And uh, and then you um, you find out on camera that you're not, you're not getting that. No. Uh, yeah. And then so they I mean, wheeled you right into the corn pit. Yeah, of course, then uh, then there's like a funny thing where like, it's like, isn't this a funny joke where Hooch is going to kill himself by uh, going off a curb? Right. Which isn't a very big drop. Right. Not a very big drop. Um, you know, suicide jokes back then, um, they were still funny. They were one of those things that everybody laughed at and everybody does find funny. Yeah, um, and I think that's because, uh, you know, at the time, we were still reeling from the death of Kurt Cobain. And yeah, we were, we were desperate I mean, we to were try and reeling. We were like, this is hilarious. We were well, reeling yeah. with laughter. Like, we were just reeling on the floor, laughing our asses off. Yeah, you always were, whenever that would come it's just up. It's so no one else funny. Have you read his diary? He's so disturbed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that kind of wasn't a response. Oh man, he was sick. Uh, yeah. Anyway, yeah. this is one of my favorite episodes because, of course, this is the one where you know Brandy learns a valuable lesson. But then also, mm. I got to kind of talk to her in multiple scenes, which yeah, initially true. in the first table uh, read slash fart. It, that didn't look like it was going to happen. No, but you really charmed the writers. The way that you took the fart. Yeah. 
Yeah, I think I think we put a lot of this on on Brandy's family and Brandy's mm-hmm. uh, father's business associates. But I want to say, Makani, I think you really earned that script by the way that you, by how comedically you took that fart. I, I can't tell you what that means, Dermot. Mm. Coming from you, an actor, I really admire and yes. look up to. Like yes. You're kind of like my big brother on set, you know? Really? I'm, that's how I thought of you. I've always thought of you as that big brother I never had, you know? That's well, that's really interesting. Sorry, because I always sorry, hold I on. Always I need to you. clarify. Oh, big brother, I never had that. Like, my big brother that didn't die that I never had. Oh, yes, because of course, true. I've had many, I have many older brothers, or I did, yeah, several older brothers. I did, yeah. Well, I think that's great because I always looked up to you as sort of a, a distant cousin that I had met at a few family, you know. Reunions, Aww, sort of how I always it. perceived you. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. That's kind of sweet. Well, that's kind of really nice of you. That's kind of the nicest thing you've ever said to me. You're welcome. Wow. It's a powerful now, episode. Now, now Kurt Cobain doesn't seem so funny. No. This is a powerful episode. We learned the the power of telling the truth, of 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 being yourself. And how fun Heelys can be. Those guys had a blast. Oh, man, they had so much fun. I really wish I could have got one of those pairs. Uh, yeah. Well, they were all claimed. And um, I think you you had, you know. Um, some people got you two. You know what I mean? Like I could have, like two pair. I could have. Like I know you um, got stuff and you were like, I got to bring these six home for my for Yeah, my for my dogs. Because they want to yeah. collect. Yeah, they collect them even though they're not going to wear them. But yeah, well, you know, and I, um, family comes first. I've always said that. You also I've just said, said that. that I was like your, your family. And with that, we're going to wrap up this week's episode of Ding Dong Watch Along, folks. Join us next week on Ding Dong Watch Along, where we're going to watch one of my favorite episodes, where a certain intergalactic guest known as Zeep Zop touches down on the fields, on the soccer fields of Dondarrion High and we learn a very important lesson about washing your hands. Next week on Ding Dong High Zeep Zop touches down. Ding Dong. Ding Dong. Class is out. 